You are listening to the TTP, Tani Talks Parsha, the Shia, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. Of course, we have made it now to the last two Parshiot, a double whammy, in the Sefer of Vayikra, coming to Bahar Bechukosai. The name of the Parsha, of course, Bahar means on the mountain, on Har Sinai. It's found here to mean also looking at the aspect of following in Hashem Bechukosai, of course, talking about if you follow in Hashem versus God forbid if you don't, the idea of the Tochacha and other things, good things that will happen if you follow in Hashem's ways, in Hashem's ways, but bad things, God forbid, if you don't. And unfortunately, throughout Jewish history, we've seen many examples of terrible, terrible things when there was terrible famine, terrible hunger, and terrible aspects to many different aspects of life and many different aspects of the unfolding surroundings. When we think about the words, though, Bihar, in the mountain, at the mountain, sometimes we feel like we are climbing a mountain. Sometimes just getting through the day, sometimes just getting through the hour or the minute seems like a climb and it seems like an arduous task that is really difficult to accomplish, that is really difficult to uphold and really difficult to complete and to go about. And sometimes getting through the day is a task in and of itself. So how can we go about going through our days? How can we go about getting through those times that seem very difficult. I think sometimes when we reframe how we go through the day, sometimes we reframe how we can break up the day can really help for others. I know for myself, I tend to look at my days, the first half of the day at least, my working part of the day, my day job of working for the city as an OT, oftentimes we break it down into half hour increments, half hour blocks of time, if you will, because when we look at a day in total, I have so much to get accomplished, I have so much to do, I got to see my eight kids, six, seven, eight kids, really eight, ideally, in the city, in the public school, then I got to make sure to get home and cook dinner, and then make sure we have dinner, then I have to make sure that that uh, the kids are set, and I do the laundry, or I do the radio show, depending on the day, or I have to make sure to do this podcast, or this thing, working on my side project on the second job, and making sure to, to have the kids on their bath nights, and whatnot. A lot of the things, personally, for me, it seems very difficult. It seems like a, a mountain of a task. It seems like a difficult thing to traverse. It almost feels like an Everest on some aspect to get through the day, and if someone has mental health difficulties or anxiety or depression or someone has different things they struggle with, it could be even more, even the more so, so arduous and so difficult to get through the day. So a simple technique, a simple solution could be where we block our days and we break down our days in chunks, in digestible chunks, if you will. So I know I have to get to work by 8. So I know on different days, the the kids and my wife and I, we load up, we go in the car together, I try to catch one train on three days a week, and the other two days I have to leave the house by around 7.10 so I could catch the train and make it into work at the right time. Once I'm in work, then I know 8 to 8.30 is the prep time. It's the time where I kind of zone down, I have a little breakfast, I think about who I'm going to see that day, think about what we could do together that day. It's like the planning time. We call it the treatment planning time. Most of us will either have a coffee or get the day in order, set up our materials and whatnot. Then you have the blocks from 8.30 all the way till you make it to lunch or to make it to your break. You know, 8.30 to 9 is a kid, the 9 to 9.30 is a kid, <clears throat> to 10 is a kid, 10 to 10.30, 10.30 to 11, 11 to 11.30, 11.30 to 12. Oftentimes people will take lunch at around 12. 
And of course, you have documentation time where you got to write down the notes, the encounter attendance of what you did with the kid, where you saw the kid, and how the kid did on the task in general. And of course, after that, we make sure to get in those kids. You have the documentation time, and usually winding down by 1230 to 1, 1 to 130, maybe 132. Usually by 132, the kids have been seen, and it's really the wind down time for the day. 130 to 2, 2 to 230, and 230 to 3, the day ends officially at 3 unless you come in earlier or you don't take lunch or whatever, but usually that's how we break it down. And then 3 to 4 is usually my my, tra- my traveling time home. And then I break up the day into not half-hour increments, but really by activity. So like 4 to 5 for me, again, I'm a pediatric occupational therapist by nature, by trade, by profession. So time management and breaking up the day is very natural to our profession, very natural to how I break up the day, just sharing it with you as well. After the four to five is usually the, the, the dinner prep. We think about what we're going to eat that day. And oftentimes we get deliveries. We get grocery deliveries on purpose so that we can have everything in store because there's just too much going on in life. I would always rather save energy, save time, save schlepping and getting it brought to us ourselves than doing it otherwise. And then, you know, five to six is dinner time and wind down for the daytime. And usually six to seven, the kids is getting ready for bed. And on different nights, it's the bath night. And other nights, it's laundry time. And then after that, usually I take care of other stuff, especially my wife and I hanging out time and then taking care of this chore. So that's how I can junk my day. And of course, throughout the day, if I have breaks, I try to do the DAF. I try to read my OU emails, Torah emails. I try to do my podcasting when I have breaks or at nighttime, which is most common. But chunking the day, because all Oftentimes, it seems like a mountain of a task. We think about Bahar and Mount Sinai. The, the Jewish people were at the mountain, and Moshe tells them about the good things that will happen if they get through life in a good way, bad things if they go through a bad way. But sometimes life itself, the day itself, seems so arduous, seems so difficult, seems overbearing and over whelming that we need to really chunk the day, need to chunk the day away and split up the day into simple, manageable tasks, simple, manageable ways. If I think about the 10 things I want to get done that day, it might seem very overwhelming. I sit down, what's the first thing I'm going to tackle? What's the first thing I'm going to accomplish? What's the first thing I'm going to do? All right, let's do A, B, then C. First, let me do this. Then let me do that. When I do that, I could do this. And when I could do that, and then I could do this. Each thing will lead to another thing. We have to make sure to chunk the day. Bahar teaches when we're standing at the mountain, whether it's the day, the week, or the month of the year, it seems very, very difficult. It seems so much a task to try to accomplish. It seems so hard. Why not just break down the day? Just focus on today. Focus on today. Focus on the day at hand and break down the day into manageable chunks, into those half-hour increments. That's how we think about Bihar. You know, we think about today. All I can worry about is today. I can't dwell on the past, on mistakes and whatnot. I can't worry too much about the future. Yes, you have to plan. you got to figure out where to send them to school and send them to camp, what you're doing for the Yom Tovim and whatnot, but not in 15 weeks from now. All right, let's take it week by week. When are we going to get these things? Of course, it's always good things to have to look forward to, be excited about on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. But breaking things down into chunks can really work. And when we think about Bechokosai, following the commandments, it's also very overwhelming to think about 613 things we're supposed to do for Hashem, we're supposed to do for the world, we're supposed to do at large in our life, in our mission or other people's missions. Seems very difficult, seems very hard, seems very 
overwhelming. But if we think about how we could chunk those things, how we could go about things, how we could accomplish things, if we could break it down also, Bechokosa means following in my ways, following in my commandments. Hashem says, if you follow my Torah, you follow my laws, it will be good for you. How will it be good for you? By following in the Torah. It doesn't mean you have to learn 18 hours every 15 seconds. That would be wonderful, but it's not meant for everyone. You have to be koveya itim. rav The Pekiyavos teaches us, and it also says, kavata itim Torah. That's one of the questions we're asked there for 120 years. Did you set aside time for Torah study? It doesn't say, did you set aside X amount of hours, X amount of days, X upon the years. It says, did you set aside time? So just a little bit. That's the whole idea of Daf Yomi. Rameer Shapiro, who founded it over a hundred years ago, said, I want everyone to learn a folio, a page a day. He didn't say you have to learn a Masechta a day. He didn't even say you have to learn the whole Daf Yomi in a year. He said seven and a half years. And Yerushalmi, for those of you who do it, is five and a half years. It's a beautiful thing. A page a day. Set aside time to do that page a day. Even Shtayim Mikra, which has been off and on, unfortunately, for years, for many people, difficult to keep to, but that's an aliyah a day over seven days, and if you want to chunk it up to try to finish before Shabbos, whatever. But the daily Torah emails also, each email is two, three minutes. It's a wonderful thing, wonderful aspect, but really, we have to figure out how to chunk things. Going through the laws for Torah, don't think about 613. Some of them are for only Kohanim, some of them are only for the Beit HaMikdash, some of them are for Karbanos, and some of them are for only Eretz Yisrael, some of them apply to this situation, that situation, by and large, from 6.13 we cut it down to how many daily mitzvahs the Chavetz Chaim and the Ramam codify it that there's a couple of hundred that are really ever present in your life and some of them won't actually apply like if you're not rich and you can't give tzedakah like a zillion dollars, it's going to be one thing and if you don't have a random uh, Bechor animal it's not going to apply too, if you don't have a firstborn who's a son it's not going to have the, the Pidyon HaBen, for example. And and if you have a daughter, everyone should be Zulcha to have children happy and healthy. But if you have a daughter, it's one thing. And if you have a son, you have the Sham Zulcher and the Bris. Each situational thing, we could look at things and we could try to chunk them. We could try to chunk it down. We could try to keep it in a more realistical, more practical way that we could try to fulfill things. In OT land, as an OT, it's all about fulfilling things in more an occupational way, in a more functional way. And when we see things the day might seem overwhelming and imposing. The mitzvahs at large might seem overwhelming and imposing, but if we could chunk them down, if we could chop them down into manageable chunks and manageable areas and manageable aspects that could really save the day. That's how I go about looking at the day. That's how I go about looking at Shabbos. It's too difficult to think, how am I going to cook everything for Shabbos? I'm going to chunk it down. You know, the, the soup and the chillin, oftentimes I'll set up before I leave for work on Friday. And now with the longer days here in 2023 in the spring, when I come home, I could even set it up a little bit. And on Thursday night, I could do the side dishes or whatnot. You could chunk it down. Chunking it down is really a simple solution for everyday life, whether it be how we could approach mitzvahs that we could do or how lahavda we could approach getting through the day if it's overwhelming or difficult. Chunking it down, putting things into manageable areas and manageable aspects really are a wonderful way to do things, especially if we have 10 things waiting for us at home, especially if we have 20 things waiting for us at work, especially if we have so many commitments and so many things that we're attributing ourselves to. It's harder to divide our you can't have divided attention. We can only have one task, one attention at a time. Yes, I want to work on Fival on the side, but let me work on Fival after I see my kids, after I write my notes, after I get the podcast done, after I do this, after I accomplish the learning for the day. 
manage things, chunk things, prioritize things one at a time, if we could chunk things down, when we think about standing at a mountain, it looks like a mountain of a task. It looks like a mountain of an idea. But when we break it down, it's manageable. We look at Bechokosai. Hashem wants us to walk in His ways. Find a way to attach yourself to the mitzvahs, to accomplish mitzvahs. Each day is good to do a chesed. Don't do 150 chesed in a day. You don't have to do 150 mitzvahs in a day, although that would be beautiful and wonderful. Do it manageable. Do it tight. Do it in a way that you could chunk it down, and hopefully your life will be more manageable, more functional, more independent. As we think about standing at the mountain, going in the ways of Hashem, do it in a way that is a more functional, more possible way for your life and the life of those around you. This has been the TTP, Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha or the Parshiot of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.